At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I am Mike Palm, Amal Shaw, on assignment in New York City this week, and he'll rejoin us on Tuesday. But a cavalcade of stars join me today on Odds On. In 15 minutes, we're going to have the golden muzzy Nick Alberga join the program to break down Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Finals between the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning. In 30 minutes, first ever appearance on Odds On, Danny Burke, live from Chicago, host of Rush Hour. He'll join us in early edition of Danny's Dimes. I want to talk to him about the baseball situation in Chicago between his Cubs and the White Sox as well. And then to close the show in 45 minutes, Wes Reynolds to talk all sports, but specifically the U.S. Open ongoing right now in the second round. Right now, we're going to lead off the show with Ben Wilson. Ben is the co-host of co-host of The Run Line with Adam Burke on Sundays here on VEASAN. You may have heard Ben. He's a broadcaster as well, doing play-by-play on college basketball, USFL, a variety of things, a very accomplished young man. Um, NBA Finals last night ended, unfortunately for Circa, in Game 6 with the Golden State Warriors claiming the title. We got buried because we had that exact Warriors in 6 result, bet three times by the same better. For 50,000, both all three times at the most opportune times. But the Warriors take the title, and as we had uh, talked about with them all, the Steph Curry MVP bet, really the way to go here. Um, 
throughout the series uh, and getting the best price. Would have been interesting to see who would have been the MVP had the Celtics won in seven. But nonetheless, the title goes back to Northern California, and we congratulate the Warriors. We congratulate a few of the Visa and hosts who were on the Warriors, including our own Gil Alexander. You may have heard him talk at length about it earlier this morning uh, on a numbers game. College World Series starting this weekend starts today in Omaha. First game uh, just about to get underway between the University of Oklahoma and Texas A&M. This will be an SEC showdown coming up in, uh, in in a couple of years. Nightcap today, Notre Dame against Texas. Tomorrow morning, Arkansas takes on the remaining top seed in the tournament, Stanford. And then the nightcap tomorrow, Mississippi against Auburn. Interestingly enough about the College World Series, and we'll talk to Ben Wilson momentarily about it. You know, no team... No team has odds of really more than 10 to 1. Ole Miss at plus 1050, and they swept their Super Regional against Southern Miss. The longest shot on the board in Stanford, as I mentioned, the highest remaining seed at plus 325. I don't think it would be a surprise if anybody uh, wins this event. Stanford held off UConn uh, in three games in Northern California to get there. Texas, four outs away from elimination in Game 2 in North Carolina against East Carolina. They rally and then win a rain-delayed game number three to advance. Arkansas goes to Chapel Hill and pitches and plays defense beautifully in sweeping North Carolina to get to the College World Series. Auburn may have had the toughest road outside of Notre Dame, who went to Knoxville and knocked off number one Tennessee in a thrilling game set. But Auburn goes to Corvallis, goes to Oregon State, and is able to eliminate uh, third-seeded Oregon State to reach the College World Series final. U.S. Open continues right now. Uh, updated leaderboard as we speak. Uh, some familiar names, of course, Rory, uh, just Roy McElroy just teed off uh, and completed one hole right now. Uh, he was tied for the lead going in. Callum Terran, four under through six is your current leader. Uh, Nick Hardy, Scotty Scheffler, Hayden Buckley, Matthew Smith, Rory, all tied for second uh, at three under right now. Uh, along with Harmon and Dahman, Burns, Fitzpatrick, Hadwin, Rogers, Lindgrith, Rahm, Morikawa, and Wise at two under. A really, really bunched up leaders field. It'll be interesting to talk with Wes uh, later in the show in the closing segment about where is their value heading into the weekend here, who makes the cut, who he's on, and, and how to attack it, whether it's through matchups or picking um, the outright winner. Early baseball underway today. Washington, D.C., there is a doubleheader between the Phillies uh, and the Nationals, where yesterday the game was 0-0 in the uh, top of the third inning, and I thought about taking an under. I didn't, and when I looked up, it was 7-0 Phillies. Zach Wheeler gets the job done again. Not too many high-leverage pitches for him. Uh, Phillies win, beat Patrick Corbin. The doubleheader today, they get uh, Juwan Adan, 1-10 record coming into this game with an ERA almost 7 against Ranger Suarez. Phillies heading to the bottom of the fourth. Lead in the opener, 4 to nothing. Be interested to ask him all if he'd come back with the Nationals in the nightcap here. And then about to get underway in about 15 minutes from Wrigley Field, the Braves take the 14-game winning streak in to play the Cubs, who are, I think, on a 10-game losing streak of their own. I'm sure we'll see this played in the run line a lot uh, today with the Braves if you don't want to lay the price uh, Charlie Morton going for the Braves. Keegan Thompson for the Cubs. Interestingly enough, Keegan Thompson, through his first seven starts, was 6-0 with an ERA sub-2. Not so well 
the last two starts. He comes in six and two, uh, ERA of three four six. Morton, a dollar seventy favorite in that game against the Cubs, but you can get the Braves on the run line somewhere around one ten. Total eight and a half, so win not to be a factor in Wrigley Field. Uh, Ranger Suarez uh, was about a dollar thirty five favorite in this first game here against uh, the Nationals. That total eleven. Um, still on around that total right now, looking at a 10.5 or 11.5 in game, depending on where you're getting it, heading to the bottom of the third, 4 nothing in favor of the Phillies. Previewing a couple of the good pitching matchups coming up later tonight uh, in Major League Baseball. Interesting game, and I'll have a play on this later. Yankees-Blue Jays. Yankees really with a chance to knock out punch here. They sweep the Rays, and now they head to Toronto to take on the Blue Jays. I think Ross Stripling is having a very underrated year. His last two starts, almost identical. Six innings, no walks, one hit, no earned runs, and getting the victory. Um, taking on Jordan Montgomery tonight for the Yankees. The Yankees, just a slight favorite in Toronto of $1.10. Total nine there. Uh, interesting game. Another good pitching matchup. We saw a low-scoring game in Detroit last night between the Tigers and the Rangers. Tigers behind Ben Brisk actually led that game 1-0 going to the top of the ninth. Giovanni Soto loaded the bases on two walks and a hit batter. And then Duran hits a triple down the right field line with two outs. And the Rangers pull out the victory 3-1. Tonight, John Gray goes for the visitors against Tariq the Freak Scubel for the Tigers. The Tigers a short home favorite tonight. $1.15 total 8 Pitching matchup in Houston tonight. Lucas Giolito and the White Sox. Important series for the White Sox, I think. Taking on the Astros as they stri- try to keep touch with the Minnesota Twins, who are scuffling a bit of late. Against Framber Valdez, one of the guys I bet for the Cy Young at 100-1 to um, before the season started here. If you like Giolito, maybe a nice price to take on the road. Plus 145, a total of eight here. Giolito, 4-2 and two, coming into the game. ERA of 388. Uh, through 53 innings. Framber Valdez, 2-6-4. Remember, he won five starts in a row before losing his last one. Uh, 6-3. 6-3 he is coming into the game. ERA, 2-6-4, with a whip just above one. Britton, do we have the playbook uh, printed up yet? Yeah, let's go. Let's give the plays at this point because we'll have guests in the next three segments. Uh, Ben Wilson tied up producing betting across America today, so he won't be able to join us. Let's just get into the plays right now because some of these are on games that I just talked about. Uh, I have a two-unit play. I'm going to take the University of Notre Dame at plus 115 against Texas. This team is really playing well. To go into Knoxville and knock off that team, playing with a lot of confidence, manufacturing runs, scoring late, pitching well, middle relief, closers. You know, Texas, the higher seed, but Texas struggled there. I didn't think their pitchers were as dominant as we thought they were going to be in North Carolina against East Carolina. I thought this game would be closer to a pick but obviously Texas, the higher seed, seeded eighth in, the, in this tournament. Uh, I'll take Notre Dame, plus 115 to keep it going for two units. 340 today Pacific time at the small park in Cincinnati. Brewers, who blew a lead last night in New York and lose 5-4 to four to the Mets, uh, taken on the Reds. Eric Lauer, who's had an outstanding year for the Brewers, Hunter Green seemingly to put it together the last few starts, learning to locate his pitches, getting that uh, breaking ball over for a strike. I'm going to take the first five under here, total of five in the small park, take six to beat you. I just think Green's been more of a complete pitcher, and we know the Brewers are really a train wreck right now. How about the Padres? They wake up this morning first place in the National League West, 
Mackenzie Gore has been outstanding. Mackenzie Gore is giving the Padres the year they thought they were going to get out of Blake Snell, who's really robbing that organization. But let's keep it hot with the Padres here. They scored a ton of runs in Chicago, got production from the bottom of the lineup. It wasn't just Machado. And now they go to the uh, elevation in Denver to take on the Rockies. I'll take Mackenzie Gore and lay $1.40 for one unit. And then this game I talked about uh, with John Gray and Tarek uh, Skubal, a total of four here at that vast, vast park in Detroit, Comerica. Uh, just the first five will play. It's a, it's minus a dollar ten. Here it'll take five to beat you. I anticipate a game like we had last night. Who Martin Perez again, terrific. Gives you six innings, one earned run. Got off the hook in the ninth. It was about to take a tough loss there. But as I said, uh, Rangers rally with three against uh, Giovanni Soto and get that win. I think more of the same tonight. Low scoring game, uh, tightly played between Gray and Scuba. We'll go under four in the first five. At Comerica. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving in every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. All right, coming up next, we're going to have one of our favorite guests, Nick Alberga, live from Toronto to join us. You can follow him on Twitter at The Golden Muzzy. He's going to break down game two and the rest of the Stanley Cup finals. That's next. Odds on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths. 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and to find Zen Nicotine Pouches near you. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. I am Mike Palm, flying solo today. My man, Amal Shaw, traveling. He'll be back on Tuesday. Josh Towers, for all of you uh, looking forward to next week, will be joining me on the desk for the full hour on Monday. It's our pleasure this time to bring in Nick Alberga. You can follow him on Twitter at the Golden Muzzy. Nick coming to us from Toronto. He's been our our NHL expert throughout the uh, last few months of the season, and we appreciate you taking the time to join us once again today. Nick, how are you doing? Mike, my pleasure. Are we going to bring Towers out of retirement some sometime soon, or what? For maybe for a charity softball game or something? The guy's still in shape. I mean, obviously, I, I think he can. You know, he can still go out there and throw strikes. We know that. Um, Nick, let me ask you: Did you have any pre-series bets on the Stanley Cup Finals? Um, I had Colorado in six games. Um, I was a bit more weary of the total number of games, but I continue to be very, very confident in Colorado for a variety of reasons, Mike. Uh, I took them in the preseason. I took them previous to starting the Stanley Cup playoffs. And just quite frankly, with or without Nazem Kadri, I just think they're the better team. So they showed me a bit of something in game one. Uh, they seem to love blowing leads, has been a trend for this franchise the last couple of years, but I still have the utmost confidence in Colorado to win the Stanley Cup. How about you? You know, uh, here's how I played it, and, and you can tell me if you disagree with it. So let's just use round numbers. But I laid 175 with the Lightning for 700 to win 400. And then I took $1.50 on Vasilevsky for Con Smythe to win 600, right? So either, you know, if, Col- if Colorado wins, um, you know, I, I can pick up 250 and if they don't, I still make money. Now, the worst result, obviously, is if Tampa wins in like seven and it's a high-scoring series. Vasilevsky was not terrific, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the first period uh, of that game. Neither goalie, I thought, played very well. But to me, I, I don't think I have to worry about it because I think Colorado's winning this series. Um, I just don't know that Tampa Bay, they're not used to the speed of Colorado. I mean, look at the shots on goal. Tampa really didn't generate that much offense in that first game. And when it comes down to it, you know, it's a similar line tonight. It came down a little bit. You can you can lay the abs with about a dollar or a dollar fifty, but it's to me almost a must win for Tampa Bay tonight. This Colorado team hasn't lost on the road in the Stanley Cup. You can't think that you're gonna go back to Emily and just take two games. 
Yeah, I agree. Like the odds are certainly stacked against Tampa to begin with. And that's why, you know, the odds makers are overwhelmingly in favor, I should say, of the Colorado Avalanche to win this series and to win the Stanley Cup. I'm not sure it's a must win. However, I think you even look back at the Eastern Conference final. The New York Rangers were up 2-0 in that series. In fact, they were up 2-0 in Game 3 at Amelie Arena and Tampa stormed back. The team just so confident. Um, and I, I think in terms of value, there's tons of it to be found in Tampa. And to your point about the con Smythe, and I know we're still talking about potentially Tampa winning this whole thing for anything to happen. I just think there's still a lot of value in Nikita Kucherov, even after game one, right? Like you mentioned, if Vasilevsky wasn't phenomenal, he still made 34 saves. I thought he was really, really good. I'm just looking more at the appeal of the fact that Kucherov could have easily won the con Smythe the past two seasons and didn't. And I wonder if they give him the old Steph Curry treatment, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. That That is interesting to me if, if Steph Curry would have won the MVP if it had the Celtics uh, one and seven because uh, nobody shot the ball well for Boston in that series and or played or played really more than two good games uh, for mm-hmm. them. From a totals perspective, the first game, depending on where you bet it, closed six with juice to yep. the over or six and a half with juice to the under. Do you think this series plays out more like the first period where we saw four goals or like the third period where we saw none? Is there some value in betting an under six here? Uh, call me crazy. Uh, I still think it's a reckless bet. If you have Colorado in a hockey game, I don't care who the opponent is, and you're taking the under six. It just very seldom does it happen. Now it's going to happen tomorrow night, you know? <laughs> like, I I don't know. I looked at the six right away in game one, like four days previous. As soon as we found out the Stanley Cup final, I pumped the over. I hit it. I'm going back to the well. And maybe it's because I think Colorado's going to win game two as well. There's just another level offensively that Colorado is capable of. I mean, it really is surreal, sort of the body of work, what they've put forth. I know they've averaged like 43 shots on goal through, what, 15 playoff games. They're 13-2. and two. Like, it's been a dominant effort. So I think if Tampa wins, obviously they're going to have to rely on Andre Vasilevsky, but I think they're going to have to win one of those games where it's high scoring. And it's, it's also at altitude. Like, I think everything is going you know, and trending towards the over. So I'm going to look at the over once again at six. As long as they lay the number at six, I'm taking the over probably. You know, you go back to the late 70s in the in, in the NHL, and it was sort of a passing of the torch of dynasties from the Canadians mm-hmm. to the Islanders to the Oilers. Now, the Oilers weren't all consecutive in their cups, but should Colorado win this? Is this the passing of a torch of, of the Lightning, two cups and another final to the Avalanche? Can this team go on and win multiple consecutive cups? You know what? I actually think this is Colorado's best shot at winning a Stanley Cup because I think you look at this roster following this season, Mike, they're not going to be able to re-sign everybody. Um, You know, Darcy Kemper could be gone. Burakovsky scores the OT winner in Game 1. Val Nachushkin, Nazem Kadri. They're going to have to pay Nathan McKinnon maybe the biggest contract in NHL history coming up this summer. He's one year away from UFA. So what I'm saying is they're going to be stripped of their depth. And while I understand your question, I just can't discount the powers of the Tampa Bay Lighting, you know, coming up over the X amount of years. Like very similar to Golden State, by the way, who took a couple years off, then won another title, right? Like I, I just think you look at Tampa in general, the nucleus is still in place. They have Andre Vasilevsky, who's still 27. Victor Hedman, early 30s, still one of the best defensemen on the planet. Stamkos isn't going anywhere. Kucherov's going nowhere. Braden Point's relatively, you know, young in in his career. Like Sergachev, like there's just so many weapons on that roster that the proper nucleus is in place where like it really, really doesn't matter the overchange. Like they're going to lose Palat. 
This offseason is very, very likely, but they're not being stripped of that marquee depth. Very similar to what I think I'm forecasting with Colorado here. So the Avs are a team that have been building to the pinnacle, and that's why I think, obviously, it's huge. And it's big, it's important if they win this year. We're talking with Nick Elberger. You can follow him on Twitter, at the Golden Muzzy, coming live uh, from the GTA right now. Nick, were you surprised at all by the VGK hire of Bruce Cassidy, and did you like it? I wasn't surprised. I didn't think it was going to be Barry Trotz. People were trying to connect the dots and say, hey, Barry Trotz is the right guy for the Vegas job. I don't think he was. Uh, Quite honestly, I think Bruce Cassidy was the perfect fit. Um, Quite astonishing that he was what unemployed for seven days and and good on Vegas like I mean there's a bit of correlation with the two franchises from the you know inception certainly starting with Dave Gosher calls the games on TV Um, you know I I think it's fascinating because I do forecast and look at you know Bruce Cassidy is sort of a closer Um, I think he demands the most out of his franchise not that Peter DeBoer didn't but I think it was time for a fresh face and he has experience with superstars right like you look at the perfection line what they put together and oh yeah now you have Pacioretty, you have Eichel and Mark Stone potentially as your top line. And I think the biggest benefit you'll see from Bruce Cassidy behind the bench is the power play, which was just downright dreadful the last couple of years. I think ultimately cost him uh, maybe a place in the Stanley Cup final last year against Montreal. And I think it'll go a long way to bring in a guy like Bruce Cassidy. The one thing I want to see is can he elevate you know, Shea Theodore once again? Can he elevate Alex Petrangelo on the back end? And can he elevate that power play, which as we see right now is a big time difference maker in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Yeah. Um, when you look at these uh, goal scoring props uh, and, you know, a lot of them are over under a half goal with yes or no juiced here. Heading into mm-hmm. game two, who are the guys you're looking for to get onto the scoreboard? So I, I think given game one, Val Nachushkin is a guy I'm looking at. If you want to look at shot props, if you want to look at goal props to answer what you're saying, he mm-hmm. had six shots on goal. I think you, there's there's obviously some value there. I think if you're you're leaning towards Tampa, again, a bit more spicy offensively, Kucherov, if you think he's in the Consumite conversation. Steven Stamkos is the big one for me. I, ultimately, I will be looking at that goal prop just because it's Stamkos. Just because I think for the first time in three years, like he's a major, major integral part in this run for Tampa for maybe the first time. You could argue that for sure. Um, you know, somebody like that, like Nathan McKinnon's a guy who I'm probably looking at to score over three goals in this series. Even a Kale McCarr, I thought, was really, really quiet in game one. And the last guy I would throw at you is a Miko Rantanen. So I think there's some juice to be found in the goal prop market here. Amal and I bet a series prop, uh, Landis Gog over a goal and a half. Uh, so we got, we're halfway home, right? So I feel, pretty good. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that. I think the price is cheap on Colorado. I agree with you. I think they take game two at home, and then it'll get interesting when it heads to Amelie. Nick, thanks for the time. Today and during the course of the season, we always appreciate your insight. My pleasure. We'll talk soon, Mike. Take, Take care. care. Have a great weekend. Always good stuff with Nick. Uh, he's good on all the shows here on, here on the network. Now I looked at this. Maybe 150 is too cheap. Maybe I need to add this to the playbook here. I mean, the number came down maybe because it was overtime, but Colorado really dominated uh, the play in that game. All right, when we come back, host of Rush Hour, the kid, Danny Burke, joins the program. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more UFC insight? Check out the First Strike podcast 
Released every Friday, VSIN host Dave Ross previews all of the biggest MMA, UFC, and boxing action of the weekend. Dave, along with expert fight handicappers, look at the biggest favorites and underdogs in every card and provide their analysis on the best bets of the weekend. Get the insider look at where the money is moving and how to evaluate each of the fighters before you place your bets. Download the First Strike podcast now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. While you're there, catch up on every other vcin show as well. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here. I'm all Shaw on assignment. We'll be back on Tuesday. Josh Towers sitting in with me on Monday. We now have the honor of Danny Burke, host of Rush Hour, joining Odds On for the very first time. He's there from his loft high above Michigan Avenue in Chicago. Danny, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing fine, Mike. You know, uh, the last few days out here, we were getting some type of Vegas weather. It was, uh, you know, north of 95 degrees. So I went back to the days of in my clothes that I was wearing to go to the show and like sweating in my car. But finally, it's it's calmed down a little bit. But it was nice to get a little taste of what Vegas used to be like when I was out there. But uh, loving the Windy City here. Danny, let's before we start breaking down the games, let's get to the elephant in the room. Your mentor in the business, Greg Hoops Peterson came out on Twitter uh, and joined the conversation about who's worse, uh, Grandpa Ross or Tony LaRussa. And he said it's like comparing two piles of dog doo-doo. How do you respond to Hoops Peterson's comments? Uh, I'm not going to say he's too far off, but uh, look, LaRussa's terrible. I I think just from the get-go, probably 90% of people thought that this was going to be a bad acquisition to bring him in as the manager. I mean, you you heard Tim Anderson's comments right away, and then he kind of had to be, you know, brought in and like, hey, you got to be the leader. You kind of can't say these things. But we all know these players didn't want him. This wasn't the guy to relate to this young team. And look, it's not Tony LaRusse's fault that this team can't hit righties, but there's so many other things he does that is just mind boggling. And you just don't understand, like when they were playing the Dodgers and you're walking Trey Turner with two strikes and then Muncie, it's a three run homer. And that's the worst thing he's done probably. But there's so many more examples that just make you scratch your head, pound your fist, whatever it is. LaRusse's worse. But uh, yeah, Rossi's not too far behind him. It's just. You know, the front office ain't giving him too much to work with. LaRusso's got a gold mine in front of him, but, you know, the injuries, he can't help that. Aside from it, though, yeah, he's uh, he's no bueno. I couldn't believe he pitched to Buxton in extra innings in Minnesota with first base open up by a run after he had tied the game with a two-run homer in the eighth inning. Um, okay, Danny, uh, let's get to the Stanley Cup. Game two tomorrow night in Colorado. Avs win game one in overtime. Now they move um, to, to basically almost a $3 series favorite over Tampa Bay. Game price comes down a little bit to 150. Although, if you look at the play, Colorado, Colorado really dominated. Come back with a six juice to the over. I know you're a hockey guy. We've been talking hockey with you for half a decade with you and Chuck Esposito. Who do you like in game two and who wins the series? Man, Mike, I, I'm a little torn, and I was going to get your thoughts on it, too, because game one, I had a lean like a lot of other people seem to have, and that was taking the plus money with Tampa Bay in that spot. I ended up staying away, and I also kind of liked the over six, and you know that came through, but Tampa Bay didn't. So uh, what I ended up doing was betting the series over five and a half games at minus 150, and I figured, because this had happened in series before, that if Colorado did win, you would maybe get a better price on that since they were already the established favorite. And then if they won, the chances it would go in five and four were higher. So then you'd maybe get a better number. So I was like, do I play it now or do I wait? And then I kept thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? I think Tampa Bay is actually really live in this game. 
So I went ahead and pulled the trigger on the over five and a half games for the series and the Avalanche win, but the number didn't move that much because now around here, it's still like minus 148 to the over. But I think after watching game one, you could realize why it didn't alter that much. And that's because it was obvious that Tampa Bay can hang with this team. And yeah, Colorado did dominate with the shot attempts and Tampa Bay did look sloppy with all those giveaways. But, you know, honestly, looking at that game, Mike, I kind of took a lot more away from what Tampa Bay did or did not do. They didn't capitalize on their power plays. They got screwed from the two-man advantage. That counted for one goal. There was kind of a flimsy goal that went past Vasilevsky and another, and they were down a couple goals in a tough road environment, and they still came back and had a chance to win in overtime. So the only way I would bet game two would be going toward Tampa Bay. I don't know if I'll get involved with it officially because I might wait to see if Colorado wins game two and then jump in on an adjusted series price with Tampa Bay. And you may be thinking, well, it's too little too late at that point. Well, we saw him come back from that against the Rangers, and I get it. The Rangers are a completely different beast than the Colorado Avalanche, or vice versa, rather. But uh, that would probably be the best way I would go about it. But yeah, like I said, Mike, I mean, is there anything you got involved with? Because I always love getting your two cents on it as well. I bet. I laid one seventy five with the Abs for the series and took Vasilevsky for Con Smythe at plus four dollars. You know, I yeah, think I there's like a very that. little chance that I lose both of those. Uh, you know, if it's a high scoring seven game series, um, you know, maybe Kucherov or somebody gets Con Smythe and they win. But I think it. I think the Avalanche win. I my opinion, this is a must win for Tampa Bay tonight. Colorado hasn't lost a road on a game in the playoffs. You can't expect you're going to go back to Emily and just win two games and come back to Colorado 5-5. A lot of interesting interleague matchups in Major League Baseball uh, tonight. Let's start with one I looked at, but I haven't played yet. The Cardinals, Danny, and, and you follow the NL Central closely there with eyes on it from Wrigley Field in Chicago. I think right now they're the best bet to win a division. It's still a plus, plus price. I just, I'm on a fade the Brewers uh, train right now. Cardinals are at the Red Sox, who've really turned it around, and right now would have... Uh, a wild card spot in the American League. Adam Wainwright against Michael Wacha. Total of 10 on this game. The Red Sox, a slight home favorite. Did you have a play here, Danny? Yeah, I ended up going with Boston in this spot. Now, I'm incredibly impressed still how Wainwright is just going out there and dueling left and right at his age, but he's been really efficient. I mean, he's 5-4, 284 ERA, but what's concerning is some of those underlying metrics. For example, his Sierra's at 4.30, and on the road, he has struggled a little bit more so away from Bush Stadium. He's got a 4.14 FIP and a 3.13 WOBA, and the Red Sox, like you said, Mike, they've been turning things around and look against righties they've been doing fairly decent 103 wrc plus they got a 316 woba themselves 726 ops so i think boston's going to be able to manage some offense and probably get rid of uh, rid of wainwright early enough with the wind blowing out hotter day totals soaring up and as for waka i mean look waka's been a solid pitcher himself and you kind of got the narrative the first game against his former team. He's at home with his new team, and his numbers have been a lot better at home himself. And you give the slight nod in the bullpen to the Red Sox statistically based on what they've been able to do. So I think this adds up to a slight advantage to Boston in this game. If it was a higher price, like minus 120 or above, I'd probably stay away. But I snagged them at about minus 111, so I thought that was worth the spot with Boston to begin their series against the Cardinals. Danny, the Rangers pulled a rabbit out of the hat last night, down one nothing, two two outs in the ninth. Duran 
hits a screamer down the first baseline for a triple, and they come back and beat the Tigers 3-1. Good pitching matchup at Comerica tonight. John Gray for the Rangers, Tariq the Freak Scoobal for the Tigers. Scoobal, $1.15 favorite, total of eight. Man, this market has moved toward the side of Scoobal, and I get why. I mean, if you're betting Detroit, you're probably betting when he's taking the bump, and he had a, a rough last outing, but I'm thinking he can bounce back here against Texas. I do lean toward the Tigers. I didn't fully commit to this play because, look, John Gray's numbers haven't been terrible. He has been really bad on the road, but, Mike, the catch is that how bad the Tigers have been themselves offensively. They're pretty much dead last in all the batting categories that I go through, which would be OPS. Babbitt, Woba, and WRC Plus all against righties. So if you got a guy in gray who struggles on the road, but against a terrible offense in Detroit, and Scooball, who's been a really solid pitcher, so to speak, for Detroit, what is this going to equate out to? I'm thinking maybe a lower scoring game. The wind's blowing out in this spot as well, and I think the market's reflecting that it could be a little bit higher scoring, but I would entertain the idea of a first five under if you can get four at a decent price. I know some books were even offering four and a half with some decent juice to the under that would probably be my top angle for this game i didn't end up playing it because i'm more fascinated just to see how it goes down but this one's definitely on my radar and i think it could be a lower scoring affair i played under four first five already danny uh okay i i like to play school under and if gray would just use his fastball i mean the guy mm -hmm. throws 98 and he wants to you know he wants to mess around with the slider and the sinker and all this just throw your fastball and make him be uh Hit your best pitch. Danny, we got about a minute left. Give me a team in Major League Baseball that today would not be in the playoffs but will make it this fall. Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. Um, I, I, You would think a team like the Mariners, based on what we thought of them before the season, and they've been kind of on the struggle bus right now themselves, I think they have enough pitching to finally get there. It would be between the Mariners and the Marlins are two of those teams because they do good and they're against righties those two teams i think could be worth a flyer in that regard danny i know you have a busy day on fridays thanks for taking some time out for us hey you bet mike take care have a great weekend thanks you too buddy danny burke host of rush hour i envy him because i'd love to be in chicago one of my favorite cities maybe my favorite city in the usa but i'll get to spend some time there when circus sports opens up in waukegan later this fall and then in a couple years uh, when the permanent facility is built all right we're going to bring in vsin's jack of all trades to close out the show our own wes reynolds we'll talk some u.s open some baseball and maybe some college world series At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The U.S. Open is going on now, and Bet Rivers is giving you extra reasons to tune in and play. Just log on each day of the U.S. Open and receive a free profit boost to power up your tournament bet. Every round, a new boost for you to use before the round starts or while the players are on the course. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Make your U.S. Open bets every day and get an extra boost while doing it at Bet Rivers. Go to Bet Rivers app or visit BetRivers.com. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here. Amal Shaw will rejoin the program on Tuesday. Sitting in on Monday, Josh Towers. All right. We're going to bring in Wes Reynolds. You're our cleanup hitter here today, Wes, to clean up everything we really haven't talked about so far. Wes, you'll see him on many different uh, VSIN programs, a thorough knowledge and a vast knowledge of sports betting and all these different sports, but particularly the co-host of Long Shots with Matty Eumanns uh, and Brady Cannon. So, Wes, let's start with the U.S. Open. Any surprises so far as we're through about a round and a quarter? Well, Mike, uh, good to be with you. We're starting to get a little bit of the cream rise to the top here, at least in the second flight here in the afternoon. Scotty Shuffler, a great round. Uh, so he is now 300 par. And we actually have three players right now that are defending major champions. John Rahm, the defending U.S. Open champion. Colin Morikawa won the Claret Jug last summer. And then Scheffler at the Masters, all at three under. One behind Callum Terran and Joel Dahman, but... You know, usually, Mike, when you get the U.S. Open, you get some cream rise to the top, but you also get one or two players that you maybe didn't expect to be there. Earlier this morning, it was MJ Duffy. He ended up giving a couple back and is now one under bar. So some of these guys that maybe play on the DP World Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, and Duffy and Terrence case, you know, are right up there and contending. But 
We're going to see if some weather um, matriculates here later this afternoon. There's been rumor of some rain. The conditions were very tough this morning. I thought that they were going to be a little bit easier where the wind was going to be a little more benign. So usually when I'm trying to add guys, anybody in play that I don't already have pre-tournament, I'm waiting till after the second round, especially at the U.S. Open where you can really get a draw bias with this weather. As you uh, go about attacking the tournament, as you go from Friday into Saturday, will you look at, at matchups in the third round specifically, or are you looking to add to your portfolio of winners? Maybe a little bit of both. Uh, when, when you look at the matchups, one of the things I think, you know, for betters to do is obviously look at the strokes gain stats. And actually, the USGA site has that up this week. So usually you don't get a lot of the strokes gain stats in real time if you're going to like PGAtour.com or somewhere like that, or you got to have a subscription somewhere. But usually what I'll do with matchups, the thing that I think has the most variance round to round is usually strokes gain putting approach usually if you're hitting it good with your irons you're usually going to hit it pretty well for four days but strokes gain putting is something that has a lot of variance for example we saw rory mcelroy yesterday you know four and a half strokes gain putting uh so you would figure okay that's going to drop off a little bit at least for round two so that's something that you have to play i think going forward if you're really looking to attack matchups that's where you want to go against the guys that maybe putted, be on their skis a little bit for a round, and then you can go against them the following round. But what I'm looking for, Mike, is basically guys within maybe three or four shots. In fact, I think it was like the 21 of the last 23 majors, you had to basically be in the top 20 after the first round with any chance to win the U.S. Open. But with this leaderboard so compact and so condensed, you know, there's still some guys in play. You're looking guys three back, and they're like tied for 15th or something like that. So maybe there's a lot more players at play here, and you don't necessarily have to be in the top 10 like you've had to be in recent years. We're talking to Wes Reynolds, host of Long Shots here on Vista, and the show's, the show's had tremendous success in giving out uh, winners, top fives, and top tens. Who did you bet before the tournament started in the U.S. Open, West, and which of those players are you most confident is going to win? Yeah, it's a little bit of a mixed bag, Mike. John Rahm, obviously, right there, just one off the lead. And then Matt Fitzpatrick grinded out with a, a even par 70 round today. He, of course, was the guy that won on this course, the country club at Brookline, back in 2013 when he was a 19-year-old amateur playing at Northwestern. So... He's comfortable on this type of course and comfortable, I think, in the U.S. Open because the U.S. Open, you're not going to win just making a bunch of birdies. you got to grind out pars. you got to save pars and sometimes even save bogeys and just not have those big numbers, those sixes and those sevens on the card. And Fitzpatrick, I think that kind of plays right into his wheelhouse. So he is currently two off the lead. A uh, couple guys I need to get going. Will Zalatoris, who is one over on his round. He is even par. Started out rough yesterday and then made three birdies on the back to go ahead and get it in at one under. But, you know, a couple disappointments, and that's what you're going to have at the U.S. Open. A couple of your pre-flops are going to have big numbers. Unfortunately for me, Tony Finau, who I bought into, he had three top fives in his last five starts after a miserable start to 2022. So I thought he was going to be better than he was, but probably going to miss the cut by one. It's looking like the cut is eventually going to be four over par. And when we're looking at the cut at the end of today, it is the low 60 and ties. So 
Four over looks like it's going to be the projected cut right now. Wes, the College World Series is underway from Omaha, Oklahoma, jumping all over the Aggies of A&M. Eight-nothing in the second inning already. Amazing field here. Obviously, Notre Dame upsets top-seeded Tennessee, who was number one all year. But to me, it's amazing in that of the in the eight teams, the favorite Stanford, who's the remaining highest remaining seed, plus three twenty-five, and really the longest shot, Mississippi, at ten to one. So it's really not a surprise if any of the eight teams win. Do you have anybody in particular that you've you've bet to come home with the title? Well, in that first bracket, I am kind of liking the Texas Longhorns, and they're going to have the second game. Sorry, uh, sorry, Mike, and sorry, <laughs> Tim Murray, and all the Notre Dame fans here at Beeson. But look, Notre Dame maybe could get it today. Notre Dame's bullpen, arguably one of the best uh, in Omaha. But I think Texas, Texas is a team that has a little bit more pop in the bats. And look, you got to have pop in the bats to get it out of this ballpark at TD Ameritrade. This is not the old Rosenblatt Stadium where we had, you know, 12 to 11 games and just bomb fest with the home runs you're gonna have some lower scoring games here so when i look when i look at texas i really like them defensively they're the top team in in the nation right now in fielding percentage so i think that that's gonna matter uh, in omaha this week uh, even though that this is a very big field that's a weakness i believe for oklahoma and texas a&m are in this first game sooners obviously out to a big lead but i'm liking texas to come out of that bracket and i actually had a conversation with circus sports own jeff davis tuesday night we did our u.s open draft here in town and he was mentioning he thought texas and stanford were the two best teams but you know you you can certainly get an upset i think Ole miss really is the hot team they're kind of the surprise i know some people have them at a big number so maybe you ride the momentum and they keep it going here in omaha i think that second bracket is absolutely wide open even though stanford the rightful favorite yeah, yeah. Old Miss uh, dominated that super regional in Hattiesburg against Southern Miss and actually favored against Auburn tomorrow, who went to Corvallis. I want to ask about the total in the Arkansas Stanford game. I was really impressed with Arkansas, the way they pitched in Chapel Hill and shut down the Tar Heel Bats. The high total there, 10.5 on that game. That goes at 11 a.m. Pacific tomorrow morning. Yeah, it is a little bit of a high total because, uh, you know, I look at, at what Arkansas has done. And Arkansas actually, against all these SEC teams, bracket two is the SEC West versus the Pac-12 right now. But against all these teams, Arkansas won the season series against Auburn. They won the season series against Ole Miss. So, you know, Auburn and Ole Miss are going to have to score, I think, a lot of runs to really stay in this bracket and then really dip heavily into their bullpen for the first two games. Arkansas has the best pitching numbers, I think, when you really look at them long term. Uh, fielding percentage, obviously, very good. Ninth in the country. ERA, a staff ERA, I believe they were 23rd, 28th in the whip, walks and hits, per innings pitch. So I think Arkansas does have the pitching to match up with Stanford. Stanford ranks a little bit ahead of them in those categories, but... Arkansas, the defense, I think, is really going to matter because of this big ballpark. I talked about it with Texas in the top of the bracket. I think it's going to matter. I think it is eventually going to come down to Arkansas and Stanford in this bottom bracket. Wes, we got about a minute to go. When you filled in for me last year, last summer, uh, with them all, you were terrific on identifying underdogs in Major League Baseball. Give our audience a dog tonight that you like. Oh, boy, uh, just looking through that. We've seen a lot of big favorites. Uh, i got to stop going against the Yankees, by the way, even though I was getting really good numbers with the Tampa Bay Rays. That did not go well for me. So uh, uh, looking looking at this tonight, uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with Michael Lorenzen. It's not a real huge underdog, but he's going against Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray has been a disappointment. He's been striking guys out. You know, he had that revival of a year last year in Toronto, but the walks are still a little bit too high. So uh, about 115-ish, you're getting on the Angels. I'm going with the Halos tonight. Wes, we appreciate the time and all your knowledge. Thank you. You bet, Mike. Thank you. All right, thanks for tuning in this week, folks. I want to wish a very... Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there listening. To Brian Musburger, to Brent Musburger, to Bill 80, to Tim Murray, to Sean King, and to Brady Cannon. Happy Father's Day. We appreciate you, and we hope your families do as well. Stay tuned. Up next, it's Betting Across America. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.